Sylvia, she, her, and hers. This is Tori, she, her, and hers. Uh, we're trying out this new system. New equipment. New fancy podcasting equipment. Hopefully we sound better. Um, hopefully it doesn't get fucked up and we have to re-record this whole damn <laughs> I, thing. I hope not, but <laughs> we're hoping that But we'll just do works. our best and see what happens. Yeah. So, this equipment gives us the ability to call people and have phone interviews people to call us too or people to call us i don't us. know how that works but i don't know we'll how that it works either <laughs> you know we're not but. calling anybody right now we're not calling anybody no. nobody's calling us we're just we're getting just used to figuring out how this damn thing works yeah um so hi what are you bringing to the table podcast um episode 18 good um, a podcast where we discuss stories that we find in the news that are interesting and heartbreaking sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes funny. Crazy. Sometimes. Crazy never sleeps. And the stories never end. Um, and sometimes stories that get sent to us from listeners. Yeah. From across the nation. Yes. Or at least in the Northwest. Yes. <laughs> so we do do updates to our stories. We have updates. Um, we, yeah, so I guess we'll just get into it. Do you have any updates? I do. We were talking about the, uh, Keith Rainier, Nexium, Smallville, Chloe, Allison Mack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just convicted. Oh, shit. Yep. So, uh, Nexium founder Keith Rainier is found guilty of all of all charges. Damn. Yep. That was quick. So he faces life in prison. And this whole trial took six weeks. Where Jairus heard. I feel like that was fast. But yeah. It's not that fast, actually. Six weeks. That's that's pretty long. That's Well, that's a pretty long. I mean, considering you're looking at maybe, what, six to seven hour of testimonies yeah. and being in court and blah, blah, blah. So he was found guilty. Yep. How long did the juror take? That's what I, that, that's, um, that was. Let's see. It was found guilty. So he was on all seven counts, including racketeering, Shit. wire fraud conspiracy, forced labor conspiracy, and sex trafficking. Ooh. He is now facing life in prison after jury arrived at a unanimous verdict after just four hours of deliberating on Wednesday. Dang, that's a quick. That, yeah. That's quick. For after six weeks? After you six take four weeks, hours to say. It was like, Sorry, yeah, boo. let's just get some lunch out of this thing. And <laughs> <laughs> after lunch, we'll just turn in our verdict. Exactly. We'll have lunch. And <laughs> right. then lunch on the state after six weeks of torture. You Either know, that or there's juries are like, I need to go back to work. Oh, probably. Like, and, you know, <laughs> I don't. I get paid minimum wage, but and it might be like, hey, let's just see who who thinks that he's innocent. Yeah. Well, um, good. So yeah. they didn't do sentencing yet, though. No. 
sentencing. Um, let's see. Sentencing is scheduled for September 25th. So we'll have how much time. He's so what is that? Scheduled. I mean, my question is, so what about Alice and Matt? Where's she at in all this? Because she her made a plea deal. Yes. And her sentence. So she's already agreed to a specific sentence. Yeah. Okay. And it hasn't been like finalized what her sentence is. Okay. But and it's, she, it's, but it's agreed upon. So she knows it's not going to be more than a certain amount of time. Yeah. She Whatever knows her that they're going to yeah. She made a deal not to do time. Yes. So she's going to get probation probably. Yeah. Uh, or probation or maybe some jail time. Who knows? Yeah. But didn't she Who do knows? some time and already? No, I don't think she, because remember, she's she living with her mom right bit, now. But I thought she was in, in for a little bit, and then she got bailed uh, out. No, they had, like, a bail so. hearing or something. I think, you know, I think they already she had the bail hearing. She ain't Because her parents had to put up their house. Yeah, they she ain't so got no damn time. She might have spent, like, maybe one, until the arraignment, like, yeah, one or two days. She ain't got no damn time. But, ooh, did you see the branding? This is, did I show you that? Oh, no, I saw the uh, documentary. Yeah, that's. But you see, it's also, it's a Keith Rainier, but it's also Allison Mack. Yeah. It's an A and it's, and a, it's M AM and, and it's a KR. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so his rear end is down well, the tube. I guess he'll try Another to do whatever down the drain. Could, uh, whatever he'll try to do while he's in prison. He can start his own little prison cult. Yep. How about that? Um, <laughs> ugh. So... I, did we bring that about that Arizona, the woman that was in an Arizona care facility ended up getting pregnant. They didn't know that she was pre and she was like in a vegetative state. Yes. I think I'm one of the did we bring episodes. Okay. And I, I showed like, you like, the yeah, no, it was like, one of, it was like twisted. one of the first episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's an update on this. Oh one. Yeah. yeah. So <sighs> I guess I'm just gonna. Yeah. So the Arizona facility where the incapacitated woman gave birth faces more trouble after maggots are found on patient. Uh, Jesus Christ. Shut the place <laughs> down already. Yeah. Come so, the fuck yeah. on. Yeah. Where she was. Uh, so this is the same facility where the woman was incapacitated and was raped and gave birth last year. Oh my at, God. And it, they were, they on. shut, they revoking the license after another patient was found to have maggots. It says the agency says the license was revoked based on findings from a recent survey and extremely disturbing incident involving inadequate patient care. The health department had confirmed Friday that it would investigate the facility after maggots were discovered earlier this week near, near a surgical incision Ew. beneath a patient's gauze bandage. Well, that means that they never cleaned it. That means the person had surgery and post-op, you're probably supposed to change and clean the, the wound every like two hours or whatever. That means nobody ever did it because what that means is a fucking fly landed on that wound, laid its fucking eggs in the wound, then they grew into gusano magnets. Maggots, mm -hmm. not magnets, maggots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's sick. Why is that place even in business? How, how, how is well, this place even in well, business? Well, here's what they said. A Hacienda's board of directors initially proposed closing the Hacienda. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Closing the unit where the rape victim lived, saying it was uh, now that's no longer financially sustainable. 
um, after the rape, you know, after the right. rape was, you know, uh, the state stepped in to regulate the facility to avoid 37 residents getting displaced. Arizona lawmakers just months ago required the facility to be licensed. The legislature wait, eliminated- wait, 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 wait. It, it wasn't licensed before? I doesn't How do you want a care facility Arizona, and not be licensed? Arizona lawmakers just months ago required the facility to be licensed. So that means that it wasn't that licensed it wasn't before. Licensed. So it was just like somebody opened up their fucking house and was like, hey, I got some extra rooms. Oh, you, you got an old person or it says an the person? It says the legislature eliminated a two-decade-old exempting oh. hacienda from state licensure requirement. So, but for why, how did it go 20 years to be exempt from licensing? That's what I, I don't know. Who's uh, paying and, who? and what loophole was it? it? Who right. owns it? Doesn't say. That's some that's some politician that probably owned it or had money in it and was like, I don't want to go through all the trouble of going licensed and getting all the requirements and making sure everything's up and up well, because I want to make money off of these right. sick people and their families. Hacienda is the first intermediate care facility in Arizona to be licensed since the 1990s when lawmakers approved the exemption. See, there you go. So there's other care facilities there's out there that are not licensed. Yep, yep. And now... I don't... Uh, and I mean, I don't see how at minimum... Okay, let's say that, like, you exempt them from some, like, some, like, bureaucratic-type licenses that, you yeah. know... But at minimum, there should be, like, a health code. Like, you have to have, like, a regular health inspection fire code, make sure your patients aren't being raped by the caregivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure your patients are getting maggots in their wounds. I, 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 I don't know. I, well, and you got to wonder, you got to wonder about families too that, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to blame the families because care for elderly, care for people who have disabilities that can't care for themselves is expensive. Yeah. Medicare doesn't barely cover anything. Right. And so, you know, I'm sure the people thought, well, this is the best we can afford. Didn't expect that their care would, their person would end up would having a baby raped and, and then their other one would have maggots in their Yeah. Womb. So who's caring for the baby? Oh, that's right. Like who's caring for that baby? What? Watch him. Probably going to fight for custody. And guess what? He could <laughs> he with could. these laws. It, it, it's Arizona. <laughs> You know, it's Arizona with these laws. She was just an incubator for him. Yep. My goodness. Under his eye. (laughs) Hey, they'd probably keep her alive. She would be one that they would keep alive. That's the new Gilead. And invite the generals or whatever. She just have little commanders, commanders. whatever. She would just be the baby maker. You know, that's that's part of Gilead, probably. That's part of the plan. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. So that was a update. Do you have an update? I do. Didn't you have another update? Um, I'm looking for it right now. Let me say, cause I was like, I thought I had another, yeah, but I can't remember. I sent it to you. I have it handy if you need me. Oh, which one? Tell me, tell me. Um, it has to do it? with $15 million. <gasps> yes, I do. <laughs> do you got it? Uh, I'm looking through. Oh, wait, you sent it to me via. I don't know why I sent it to you. Whether I sent it to you via messenger or. or let me see. Or, I think it sent you on your text. Okay. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. We had talked about that woman mm-hmm. who had recently got a divorce. Mm-hmm. 
And her man ends up winning big bucks big on money. Big money on the Powerball. And that's when I was like, hey, so would you, if your man, like after divorcing your man, would you sleep with him for the cash? And you're like, oh, maybe. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I think I said I would. You say you did say you would. Um, Well, I slept with him at one point in the the relationship. Yeah, but you obviously are like, this ain't working. So, you know, I'm divorcing $15 million, I'll lay there. (laughs) What? I slept with him at least once in the relationship. Right. And I know how bad it could be. Yeah. Right? Like, if that was the hey, issue, hey, right? Hey, Not he current. Like, just oh. to be fucking clear, we're not talking current you situation. how good it was. I, I, if, if I was in a situation where I've been with a person for that yeah. long, and we got the divorce, divorced, and he won the Powerball, and then he says, hey, baby, well, you yeah. know, give me a little dit dit dit. I'd be like, all right. I know that dit dit dit. fifteen million, But. 15 million? Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so that, uh, and then we had talked about, I think that people were like, well, she should get the money. And you were like, well, at least, you know, he could be the, do the right thing and she shouldn't have to pay. Yeah, uh, yeah, because she was paying spousal support. I think yes. he should be man, she like, should be man enough to be like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. We're going to go back to court, we'll vacate the order. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So and the then update, she lied and said, well, no, she didn't want nothing. She was saying she didn't want nothing. Right. The whole time, clearly, she was scheming and planning and talking oh, yeah. to lawyers. And oh, yeah. Like, okay, well, how, what yeah. can I do how here? Can I get how can cash? I get some of this without sleeping with this fool? Well, yeah. she's actually pretty smart. She's smarter than me. I just, I would be. I just fucked the dude and did Well, but <laughs> she did the right. Although well, now she's got to pay in their attorneys. Okay, go ahead. I'm yeah. blowing, I'm blowing yeah. the story. You're go. blowing the story. Go. So, <coughs> excuse me. Something caught in my throat. So it says a suburban <laughs> Detroit man who won the 80 million lottery jackpot must share it with his ex-wife. And this is a Michigan court ruled. So Rich Zelasco was ordered to pay 15 million. Hopefully he didn't spend it in that. I don't know. Would you? I don't know. Uh, when, 15 when million to his ex-wife. Huh? How long ago did he win it? Uh, I want to say like maybe in July of 2013. Good. That's six years. You might not have you could have blown through that (laughs) easy. Yeah. So he won 80 million, which amounted to almost 40 million after taxes and other deductions. The big score came less than two years after he and Mary that's a long time. Less than Mm -hmm. two years after he and Mary Zelasco both filed for divorce after seven years of marriage. The Michigan's appellate court agreed with the arbitrator's ruling in 2013 that defendants spent a dollar to purchase the winning lottery ticket. However, the dollar spent was arguably marital money and as such a joint investment. How was it marital money if he bought it after they got a divorce? Because she was paying him child uh, spousal support. (laughs) Yeah. Further complicating the matter was the arbitrator's death in 2014. Oh, Rich Lasco insisted the late arbitrator's ruling should be set aside, but the appeals court said that uh, sudden passing didn't negate the proper ruling. They had three children in seven years. They had three kids. Man, he must have been doing something, right? Well, that's what? Seven years, three children? That's one every uh, two years. Two years apart? That's typical. Uh, Okay, but you're close to divorcing. Don't forget, you're close. You like it takes you a while to warm up. They to were married say, for seven years. Seven years, and then they divorce. So 
you know, at some point you're like, well, yeah, you this ain't working. The, you know, one, one, one year, one the first, second year, oh. and one the third year. One every year, the first three years. Mm-hmm. So they have three children, and their divorce was finalized last year. Oh. How is that? Yeah. It was finalized last year. Maybe because they maybe had separated, maybe? I don't know. How does that work? In their time together, Mary Zalasco was a sales associate who earned from 100 to 120 a year, while Rich Zalasco owned his own business, making about 36000 annually, according to the court. Hmm. So she was making some bucks. So she's the smart one of the two. Yeah. Basically. Apparently. She, she, she got was herself the one 15 that was like, million. Basically almost half of his winnings. Yeah. Which, I mean, oh, they yeah. were married. Yeah. That's what would normally happen. So. And hopefully he didn't uh, squander it. Well, if he was smart, he'd say he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, well, yep. Well, all right. I think that, um, yeah. I mean, she could have saved herself some money just by sleeping with him for it. Um, uh, yeah, well, attorney fees and all. Well, because how much of the attorneys probably get 30, 30, oh, yeah. 30% of that. Oh, yeah. 30% of that is for sure. attorneys. So, I mean, this dragged on for two years. Yeah. And they count every little yeah, Every phone call, every email, yeah. every yeah. copy of whatever they got to get. I'd be for like, you. Uh, yeah, don't call me, boo. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, don't call me. Exactly. Well, good for her, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any other updates? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, I got an update about Judice. 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 Well, there's an argument because yeah. I remember, again, when I used to watch the shows, mm-hmm. um, like the whole, the whole time in the beginning, it was Judice, right? Uh-huh. Teresa Judice. Teresa Judice. That's what she's saying? Yeah. And then they came to a reunion show one time and she was saying Judice. Oh. And they had gone to Italy. And so yeah. Andy Cohen, the host of the yeah. show of the um reunion shows, he like called like, well is it Judice or is it Judice? Yeah. And so she was like, well in Italy. So Judice, Judice, whatever. Who cares these? Yeah. Um so good old Joe, as we know, was convicted of a crime uh, around taxes and spent some time in jail, and um, then because he is not in this country legally, ICE put a detainer on him, and he's in custody. But old Judici, Judici, whatever, um, is struggling as he remains in ICE custody following the release from prison in March. While he's been communicating with Teresa and their four daughters, he's been feeling sad and depressed, missing so much family time. You know what? Yeah. 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 A long, look, he had it made. He was here. He had his little, you know, his papers in his pocket mm-hmm. until he decided to screw over our government, mm-hmm. our tax. Everybody else here, American citizens mm-hmm. are having to pay these same taxes that his ass wanted to defraud well, I mean, our he's, government. He's a, he's a Trump supporter, and we know Trump didn't pay yeah, damn taxes. These that's true. Days. So he went the Trump way, he and he fucking got caught. Yeah. So um, and you get caught, you it's a crime, and guess what? Right. You get, I mean, he, he, he did a crime, snatched. and he got convicted of the crime. Yep. And he did his time, and now he's bitching because he's going to get deported. Right. Whereas you have people who are in this country seeking asylum and are sitting in cages without soap 
toothpaste, toothpaste and blankets, yes. beds to sleep on, and this lights bitch, on. This bitch is bitching about sitting in a cell, right, with three hots and a cot a day, and missing out on his family and his yeah. family time. How about the children that were separated from the parents and won't ever see their parents again right. because they were adopted into some foster care program and their parents got deported? Yeah. How about yeah. that? How about Joe? that, Joe? So yeah, um, Joe's whining and crying about missing. Uh, um, the and thought of missing Gia's graduation, not being able to help her move into the dorms is awful thought for him, Insider said. He is crying constantly and never been this down. <sighs> Joe talks about the girls daily, sometimes multiple times daily. He continues to struggle to come to terms with all this. <sighs> How about instead say, you know what? Just deport me. Right. And then you I'll go live in fight. Italy. And then you and can then you spend send all... for your daughters to come visit you in Italy. That's right. How, about How that? hard is that? So you can't come over and visit here, but damn, they could go to Italy. You could go to some other vacation spot. Right. You could fly to the Caribbean. You got the fucking means to do that kind of shit. And you're whining and crying about, oh, I'm missing out on this. Yeah, right. Fuck you. When he's, when he's sitting there with other people fuck who that. don't have the means that he has. And he thinks, oh, I'm going to fight oh, this. I'm going to oh, fight this. Oh, and then, so then, so says in uh says in terms of his living conditions in ice custody the conditions in there are opposed to prison are so much worse than prison which he never imagined the source reveals he hates how hard it is for his family to come see him it's almost unlivable hello oh, really so yeah. why don't you get on the phone with your buddy trump and yeah. say hey right. this ain't cool we shouldn't be subjected to this right fuck instead you, of trying joe. to get him out fuck you joe not not worried about the conditions. Joe, Just, you got we gotta to go. pull him out of there. Joe, you got to oh, go. Oh yeah, Joe's Joe, go. you got to go. Bye. For sure. Bye bye. All right, so that's my update. All right. <laughs> um, did we ever talk about the Newton the par the Newton parents that were suing that idiot the conspiracy? Um, it was on a rapid fire. Yeah, oh, we was it on rapid fire? Yeah. So then, I guess it is a All uh, right. an update. All right, bring it. So the Newton parents score a win in, because they were suing that idiot. So Alex uh, Jones. Yeah. yeah. So they're scoring the win um, with uh, the defamation lawsuit that they had, um, because of course you know that Alex Jones dude was mm -hmm. like, really? I didn't know. Oh yeah, no, I watched huh? part of the deposition. Yeah, this fucking idiot. Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's sad because the dad was like, I could, like, he couldn't even grieve for his son because he had yeah. idiotic people come up to mm -hmm. him and say, you're a crisis mm -hmm. actor, you're a liar. You never, well, there was ever some dude son. that worked for Alex Jones Infowars or, well, I don't know if he was actual worked for them or he was just like a huge fan of them. Mm -hmm. And Alex Jones talked about this guy all the time, right? Like yeah. reporter on the street, man on the street. That guy was one of the guys that went up to Newtown and on the street would videotape these parents and actively say, you guys are crisis actors. We know this isn't yeah. true. And blah. Like yeah. harass, 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 harass. And it wasn't until it got so much press that Alex Jones finally told and the producers told that guy, you are not part of InfraWars, dude. Yeah. But that was up until that point. Before that, he would go on his show talking about this guy, like, you know, man on the street doing the, doing the good work for InfoWars. Oh you know, we got gosh. people on the street that are supporting us. And then yeah. it wasn't until it came out that how harassing this guy was where the producers of InfoWars said, hey, we got to shut this guy down. Like, uh, it, yeah. Well, so, we can't have him out there doing And, and they also had a book that came out. Yeah. The book is called Nobody Died at Sandy Hook. So the dad... 
um, Lenny Posner, whose six-year-old son Noah was killed, he ended up suing the publisher. And then, of course, now the publisher is saying, my face-to-face -face interaction, after he won the lawsuit, mm -hmm. my face-to-face -face interaction with Mr. Posner have led me to believe that Mr. Posner is telling the truth about the death of his son. Oh, yeah. Of course they're backing it. Dave, yeah. yeah. Dave Gary, the principal off officer and publisher Moon Rock Books, said Monday, I extend my most heartfelt and sincere apology to the Posner family. How long has it been? I don't know what, 2000 something when it, when it happened? Yeah. It was 2013. So, or no, 2012. So that's how many years is that? Seven years? Seven years, yeah. Seven years yeah. of him telling you, mm -hmm. just stop. Mm -hmm. My son was killed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and now all of a sudden, oh, yeah. I finally got to meet him and I believe him. Mm -hmm. Hello? Yeah, exactly. What exactly did he tell you that he wasn't saying before mm -hmm. that made you believe him now? I know. You'd have to have the face-to-face. -face. No, it's all about the lawsuit. That's, oh, what, that's exactly. what it is. It's all about, oh, it's all shit, about the lawsuit. I could get sued, too. And for him, it was all about how can we make money off of this book? Exactly. Off of these people's pain, exactly. how can we make money exactly. off of it? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, yeah. So now... Um, the Wisconsin judge issued a summary judgment Monday against the authors, um, ruling that was separate from the settlement between Posner and the book's publisher. A trial has decided damages has been, oh, a trial to decide damages has been set for October. So we're going to hear how much cash Mr. Posner and the other, you know, uh, folks are going to get. So Posner has been pushing back for years against hoaxers who have harassed him subjected him to death threats mm -hmm. and claimed that he was an actor and his son never existed. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine somebody telling you, mm -hmm. you you're lying about having that little boy? I know. I know. Ugh. He spent years getting Facebook and others to remove conspiracy videos and set up a website to debunk conspiracy theorists. Lately, the fight has just been joined by others who lost relatives um, in the December uh, 14, 2012 school shooting in Newton. After quietly enduring harassment and ridiculous assertions for years, some have changed their approach, deciding the only way to stop it is to confront it. Their efforts have turned the tables on hoaxers, including Alex Jones. Um, victims scored another victory on Tuesday when the Connecticut judge imposed sanctions on Joe's for an outburst on his web show against one of the family's lawyers. So wow. thank goodness. But, you know, they it's shouldn't crazy. have to be enduring this. It's crazy. It, they should not have to be enduring that. So I hope they win. I hope they win big. Yeah. And uh, let's just start teaching people, no, you just can't be spreading lies. Unfortunately, it won't stop because we got still got flat earth. Oh, out yeah. Ugh. All right. Uh, let's take a little break before we get into our stories. All right. All right, we are back we from are our breaky break. Back. Now we're going to get into some stories. What do you got for your first story? So my first story actually comes from a listener. And um, this one was about um, an Alaska teen is charged in murder for millions slain. So apparently... Um, this teen, Alaska teens hope in cashing in on 9 million offer from a Midwest millionaire 
to brutally or brutally killed a developmentally disabled woman on a popular trail outside of Anchorage, shooting her in the back of the head and dumping her body in the river. What? The millionaire's only demand for the payout was either photos or, or video of the slain, according what? to court documents, laying out first degree murder and other charges against six people in the June 2nd death of 19-year-old Cynthia Hoffman. Wait a minute. So did the millionaire know Cynthia? I don't know yet. Or was this some sort of weird millionaire it was fetish? A, it was of, a catfish. I want to see someone killed. So I'm going to pay you <laughs> to kill I somebody. I have so much money. I'm going to pay you to go out and brutally, brutally kill someone and film it for my own personal fucking fetish. Um, it was a catfish scheme. So it says among, among those charged... Um, is Darian Schillemiller, Sh- whom authorities say presented himself as the millionaire, Tyler, from Kansas. Oh, so he wasn't even really a millionaire. Using a fake photograph. He does not look like the young man he portrayed himself to look like. He is not a millionaire, and he lives in Indiana, court documents what? say. Authorities say Schillerman, who has been arrested in New Salisbury, Indiana, and will be transferred to Alaska next month, began an online relationship with 18-year-old Denali Bremer of Anchorage, posing as Tyler. About three weeks before... The guy's name's Denali. Yeah, her name Alaska. is Denali. Denali, Denali. Yeah. You know there's poop on that mountain, girlfriend. <laughs> um, Schuller be- Schuller Miller began discussing a plan to rape and murder someone in Alaska. All right. Okay. So, so okay. So this guy, not really a millionaire, not really a millionaire, and he not even sharing his real. Na- yes. Who not just even wanted to set up mess a killing. With some, yes. And and chooses an eighteen-year-old chick. Oh my! And God. the minute he brings, I mean, how do you? The minute somebody brings up, hey, let's rape somebody. Bye, Felicia. See what I'm saying? I'm like, how does a conversation like that get started? Was was this Denali girl like maybe she's delayed or something? Maybe she got she look issues. At, look at she, she looked. I mean, hello, Gypsy Rose. That's how she. Oh, oh honey. Yeah, she does. She looks. She like looks she like she's down. Yeah, she has. Looks like she has Down syndrome. Yeah. So she's intellectually. Um, I don't, it does intellectual function. Didn't probably. say yet. Didn't say. I don't. But know. I'm guessing she probably uh, does. How old is she? Nineteen. If that's her, if that's Denali, because it doesn't say it's Denali, but if that's Denali, that would be... Or do you think that's a dude? Maybe that's a dude. No, I think that's a... That's I think it's a, a lady? Do you think that's... She look like a lady. She look like a man. No, she look like a... She look like... Um, we, we so it says... Um, apologies. Bremer nine, Bremer nine or more million dollars to carry out the murder... And to have photographs or videos of the murder sent to him. Brimmer agreed to commit the murder for him. Brimmer then enlisted the help of four friends, including 19 years. I think she's dumb, big I idiots. think they have, and I think she has intellectual functioning issues. So you, okay, so you have somebody who's developmentally delayed, delayed, yeah, intellectual functioning, who has finds a 19 year old Caleb, a 16 year old Caden. And two other unnamed juveniles, I know, Macintosh, not our, um, two other unnamed juveniles to plan and carry out the murder at Schulman's direction. 
the group met to decide how they would divvy up the money. Man. McIntosh, who is being tried as an adult in the case, was a gunman. Hoffman was allegedly best friends with Brimmer, and she was chosen by the group as the victim. So Brimmer was the victim. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and she was. So they knew her. She was and Hoffman's she, she had a disability, best right? friend. And she has a disability. Hoffman? No, Brimmer, the victim. It didn't say. Oh, yeah, it did say. It did say she was uh So that's why I think uh, old Blondie there were, oh, is okay. intellectually low intellectual, <laughs> on a low functioning area. Sense. Because they are probably friends. Yeah. And easy access. And then the other ones are probably, you know. Yeah. They're probably some part of some group, maybe special education classroom, what have you. So it says, oh, geez. So Hoffman was allegedly best friends with Bremerman, and that's how she was chosen uh, to be the victim. Bremer and McIntosh used Leland's pickup on June 2nd to take Hoffman on a hike um, north of Anchorage. According to court papers, the group went off trail and followed a path to the bank of the Elictina River, where Hoffman was bound, shot, and thrown into the river. Jesus. Officials said there was no indication Hoffman was sexually assaulted. Digital e- evidence and statements show Bremer was communicating with and sending videos and or photographs of events surrounding the incident to Shulamire Miller at his directives through the duration of the event. Do do they not know like video, dude? Yeah, digital function, cloud. They they clearly have low intellectual functioning. Like do they think it's just hey, me and you, private? But nothing's private. They don't have the insight. That's the problem. Is that they he picked he picked someone to you know perfect perfect person to do because they're not smart enough to know like well, and they're not even smart enough to think well, I should get part of the money first. (laughs) <laughs> right like i'd like to see like it. yeah why like, are me why show are me transfer? show me the money right show me the money she never met the dude right so and some you random person that you get meet on the internet and then they want you to do this and even if okay let's say if you even fucking like contemplated yeah. in your head i would be like okay half now half after it's done not that i'm gonna commit murder for hire just let's be that clear right um but if you're smart enough, if to be, if you're not smart enough to be involved in something like that, you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Half now, half when the job is done. Yeah, you don't. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But if she, uh, I believe well, you. But, but clearly, if low intellectual functioning. She's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But what are you going to do with the cat? Where do you think you, do you really think that somebody's going to give you the 9 million and all of a sudden family around you seeing you oh, spending yeah, no, money the, like that? that yeah, exactly. And like, that's, where are they going to be like, where do you get this cash that from? That is the problem when people do shit like that is they don't realize you can't just change your lifestyle. No. You have and you to just can't have an automatic bank account that's no, showing you can't even put 9 it mil. Yeah, you have to like slowly like infuse that money and here or there to where because it's like a certain amount below a certain amount the, the bank doesn't have to report it to right. the IRS. So you have to basically laundry the money. You have to launder the money. Like you can't uh, just get nine million dollars yeah, for a crime yeah. and then go and buy a yacht. Yeah. That kind of shit is what gets you caught. Yeah. Well well they got so they, caught. the dude got caught too though, right? The dude, the, yeah the yeah. fisher. Yeah the catfisher did Jesus too. Christ. Yeah. I and I'm thinking dude 
Did you really think you were going to get away with that too? You think this girl's not going to come out and say, oh yeah, and that all your texts oh, yeah. and everything is kept right. there? Right, like, exactly. Exactly. You think you could just go about your regular Jesus. daily business at your, you know, plaid pantry uh, job and just, God. you know, come on. I'm like, you dummies. <laughs> dummies. And Dumb, then, dumb, now, dummy dums. Ugh. Um, oh, you know, I had an update. I forgot. I had an update. Oh, well, it was It's a quick yeah, I can do without going to the story. So okay. um, it's a rapid fire update. So oh. remember how the Beebs wanted to fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. So I caught myself up late one night and TMZ came on and apparently it's been called off. Oh, the fight. So the Beebs does not want to fight Tom Cruise anymore. <laughs> so that's <laughs> the Beebs chickened out. The Beebs chickened out, basically. Yeah. yeah did they go like. through like who would have beaten who? Um, Yeah. Yeah. What was the vote? What was the vote? Uh, they, they believe Tom Cruise would be oh, yeah. the Beebs. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Beebs would have no chance. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So I had to quick that, stick yeah. that quick update. 10 more years, I... maybe, but you know, yeah, 10, yeah, 10 more yeah, years. Because then yeah. Tom's going to be in his 60s. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But the Beeb's going to have to stay in, stay in, a, oh, um, in shape. In shape. All yeah. right. So, going on to my first story. Um, this is a story about a case that, oh, shit. I just lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, where'd it go? Okay, here we go. Um, so you remember a few years ago, uh, the caregiver of a boy with autism um, was shot by police, even though he was laying oh, on the yeah, ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This happened in New uh, York or somewhere around the big city? In, no. New Jersey? Florida. Where? Florida. Fucking Florida. Yeah. Um, so Stand your ground. felony charges dismissed against Miami cop who shot black caregiver with arms raised. A uh, North Miami police officer who shot the caregiver of an autistic man in distress, even though the caregiver was lying on the ground with his hands raised in the air, people. Yeah. On the ground, hands raised in the air. Right. Has been convicted on a misdemeanor charge of culpable negligence, but has escaped a felony conviction. What was felony? Uh, jury found dismissed Ugh. two attempted manslaughter charges. How do you dismiss them? How, how, as a juror, that's what I want to say to the jurors. I want to look at these jurors and go, please, please help me understand how you think it was absolutely justified for a man to shoot a man who was laying on the ground with his hands up. Please explain this to me. So the 2016 incident, part of which was captured on video, went viral after sparking outrage over the shooting of yet another black man who posed no threat to the police, began with the 23-year-old man with autism, Arnaldo Rios Soto, wandering around Miami um, area mental health center. Charles Kinsey, 47-year-old therapist from Soto's group home, caught up with Soto at the side of the road, a passing driver saw Soto, who was holding a toy truck, and called police, believing the man was holding a gun to his head. When the police arrived, several officers soon realized that neither Soto nor Kinsey posed a threat, so neither one of them posed a threat, and reported that the gun was just a toy. Kinsey shouted to the police, all he has is a toy truck. He also laid down on the street, arms above his head, begging not to be shot. At the time of the shooting, Soto was sitting next to Kinsey, still holding the toy. The officer, Jonathan Aletta, 33, fired three times from 50 yards away, hitting Kenzie, who later recovered um, in the thigh. So he got hit in the thigh. Thank God he didn't kill him. Why? Why did he Because he was a black man. But they said, hey, it's not a gun. Doesn't matter. 
could be a cell phone, could be a toy, could be laying on the ground with your hands up. The, oh the, my yeah. god! Uh, many who watched the video are skeptical that anyone could have perceived that Kenzie or Soto posed a danger. And prosecutors said Aletta had been reckless, ignoring all warnings from the other officers. That, that's and what indications yeah. that the scenario was not dangerous one, according to the Herald. But Aletta testified that he believed Soto was holding Kinsey hostage. Okay, so they're telling how, explain you, to yeah. me how you think a person is being held hostage when the person that you think is holding the person hostage is laying on the ground with his hands up. And don't they have hostage negotiators? Right. Is, Even that, right? Yeah. yeah. You, is the know, policy fact, like, you don't? Yeah. You don't shoot. Is you there policy in, to negotiate, shoot, especially when you know there's no weapon? And and you're firing mm -hmm. a gun at a victim as well. Yep. Because they're together. Yep. So the chances of you being Mr. Marksman. Yep. You know, firing out of a pistol. Exactly. Like, come on. No. Yeah. Oh, so I'm sorry. I had it. I had it twisted. So Soto, the the kid with autism. Yeah. Who they thought had a gun. He believed that they believed that he was holding Kenzie hostage. What? Even though they determined that the, the, that was a toy, that, that he had a toy in his hand. But Kenzie was behind Kinsey was laying on the ground. Kinsey's the the caregiver, the caregiver. That was laying on the ground holding right, hands up. Right, but but he was trying to hold him. No, he was laying on the ground. The, the boy is like literally sitting on the ground oh. playing with his toy, playing with his little truck. Uh, so then that means Kinsey had come up to try to you know get him take to come him back, back to the, the group home. home. And but by, by that point the police had been called. So Kinsey knew as a black male yeah. in this society, I, better today, lay down. I need to make sure this they know I'm So no tell me sort of how threat. that even looks it's anything it, like a hostage it, situation. It, it, it doesn't. Somebody's sitting and the other one laying flat like on the ground. Boy. He's like a little boy holding and playing with oh, his toy truck. Geez. And the caregiver is yelling to them, it's okay. I'm you know, like okay. he's communicating to them. Remember, I told you, nor remember that officer yep. sentenced yep. 12 years. Yep. Well, he apologized and he exactly. said, oh, man, I, I got, made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. This dude yep. had plenty of time to observe. Yeah. Any other assess. officers telling him yeah. this is not a threat. This yes. is not a threat. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And well, the worst part of this, not the worst, but. Another bad part of this was in March, the first trial ended in a hung jury, which means they couldn't even decide whether they was guilty on anything or not. Ugh. Oh, um, I forgot. So Aleda faces up to a year in prison, which he probably won't even do hardly any of it. Kinsey and Soto, who, according to family, is traumatized, clearly, from the incidents, have filed lawsuits against the city of North Miami. Ugh. So, hopefully, I mean, they'll Ugh. probably settle out of court. They'll yeah. get some money out of it, but they, you know. Yeah. They'll settle because then they don't have to admit wrongdoing. As we all know, is when shit like that happens and then you sue the entity, they always settle because at the settlement means no 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 harm, no harm, yeah. no fart. Fault. Yeah. No fart. No fart. No, no fart. fart. No, no fart. fart and no harm done. Hey, so, yeah. maybe that's what happened. Kinsey farted. They thought it was <laughs> a gun. A gun. Yeah. He, had to, he had to fart yeah, back my shit. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, what you got next? Well, I did, um, so I had a, I, so the, remember we had talked about Curtis Flower Supreme Court. Um, they actually came back. We didn't talk about well, his case. Well, I ever did the story. Yeah. We just, we talked about the Curtis it. Fowler's case yes. multiple times as yes. a very good example of how a, a person, specifically a black male, can be incarcerated for a crime they did not commit. Right. And not be released even after seven 
times. The dismissals and the, you know, overturns, the vacatings, and you're now not even convicted, but we right. won't let you out of jail because if right. we let you out of jail, it's going to so show how even more incompetent we are. Right. Been. Yeah. Right. So yes. the Supreme Court, the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court, um, and they actually overturned the verdict. Um, and it was a, um, I want to say seven to two. Um, uh, hold on, I'm bringing it up. Seven to two ruling. Um, yeah, seven to two with Justice Brett Kavanaugh writing the majority uh, opinion, which basically said that um, the district attorney, Doug Evans, used his challenge his allotted challenges to strike 41 of 42 black prospective jurors now that one black juror was basically strong held arm twi- mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. so it's like crazy like mm-hmm. you gotta go to the podcast in the dark mm-hmm. where they're gonna go through this whole case mm-hmm. of curtis flowers mm-hmm. so now this is why i'm bringing this to the table because here's justice clarence thomas and neil gorsuch were the only two mm-hmm. dissenting um thomas who's the only black supreme court justice right now mm-hmm. who you would think oh would no be he's like, not a, he's not a friend of the people no he's not a friend no. of the people like his he thing is, was he is thing- steven from uh, uh django and chains <laughs> he, he yeah. is he is yes yeah. He, he, I mean, even after he was given the information, he was still like, oh yeah, the only great thing about, you know, I disagree with, you know, what my other colleagues have put out, Mm -hmm. but the only thing that is putting me, you know, to, to be okay with is that they can prosecute him an eighth time. Oh, this motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. So he thinks that. He thinks, go ahead, whatever. Prosecute now him an eighth take time. Take him back to yeah. Yeah, Mm-mm. and I'm like, you, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I don't even. I have no words. I have no words for that man. Ugh. So they did say that they overturned his conviction. Right. They did so say that it was okay. so that they the, violated his. So his conviction is now officially over by the U.S. Supreme Court overturned. Yes, and so now the prosecutor. Now the question is: Are they going to let him out? Before they decide whether they're going to fucking try it. Hell no. I mean, there's an update on it. Um, In the Dark has an update. Uh-huh. I knew they would. So I haven't listened okay. to it. So they will probably go to whether they believe Doug Evans. Get like, the, okay, Doug that's Evans that's, that's what I'm fucker. saying. Okay. Somebody needs to do something with him. But this is, again, the prosecutorial misconduct that they have no nobody saying last other week, than the bar or complaints last week nothing. we did the one about the judge and the brock turner that got recalled yes. we need a change.org petition on this one too but Get he's that small little winona town and then people i mean we could do it and then people civil disobedience uh, right. civil disobedience yeah i mean <laughs> People down there were, I mean, they already burned down the preachers, That's like right. the yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, there were threats. People already like whispering and hey, we nervous. Need to, we need to get the people down there to support Curtis Flowers and yeah. get Doug Evans out of there. Yeah. Something. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, hopefully they okay. free him. He's already spent way too much time. Free him. It's. 
for you. And I mean, we've never done the story particularly, but what I am, you know, we've talked about it and I do agree people with you, people need to listen to that podcast. Yeah. They, they do a really, I mean, they an do an amazing job, job at it. in the dark. Um, yeah. It's just a really good podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I got one from Jason. Um, oh. Jason sent me a bunch today. Sorry, Jason. I'm only going to be able to get to a couple. I think I'm going to do a couple in rapid fire though. So, yeah. um, but this one, it, because only cause we joke about it all the time. Um, and my answer to him after I was, and when I read the title, you know why I said, this is how the zombie apocalypse starts. Oh, so there are diseases hidden in ice and they are waking up Oh, long dormant bacteria and virus trapped in ice and permafrost for centuries are reviving as the earth climate warms. Ah, yes, yes. I joke about this, but it's true. It's true. So throughout history, humans have existed side by side with bacteria and viruses. From the bubonic plague to smallpox, we have evolved to resist them. And in response, they have developed new ways to infect us. We have antibiotics for most of this almost. We have had antibiotics for almost a century, ever since Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin. In response, bacteria have responded by evolving antibiotic, antibiotic resistance. The battle is endless because we spend as much time with pathogens we sometimes develop a kind of natural stalemate. However, what would happen if there were suddenly exposed to deadly bacteria and viruses and we have that have been absent for thousands of years or that we have never met before? We may be about to find out. Climate change is melting permafrost soils that have been frozen for thousands of years. And as the soils melt, they are releasing ancient viruses and bacteria that have, having lain dormant, are springing back to life. Mm. They actually, there is a um, movie, I want to say it's, or a series, whether I can't remember if it's Netflix or Amazon Prime, but it was pretty much Jeez. similar to this, where it was a woolly mammoth that had, uh, is in Iceland, um, these kids had found the melted little carcass and there was some kind of like Oh, is it a fiction one? Yeah. Okay. It was like some kind of fly uh -huh. that if it bites you, kind of makes you go nuts. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids get sick, the dog, lots of killings, and then a swarm of fly. I mean, it, but it pertains to... Well, that's fiction. Let me read you the next sentence. Oh, In August 2016, a remote corner of Siberian tundra called Yamal Peninsula in the Arctic Circle, a 12-year-old boy died and at least 20 people were hospitalized after being infected with anthrax. What? The theory that... The, the theory that... Oh, is that over 75 years ago, a reindeer infected with anthrax died and its frozen carcass became trapped under the layer of frozen soil known as permafrost. There, there it stayed until a heat wave of the summer of 2016 when the permafrost thawed. This exposed the reindeer corpse and released infectious anthrax into nearby water and soil oh and then my. to the food supply. More than 2,000 reindeer grazing nearby became infected, which led to a smaller number of human cases. The fear is that this will not be an isolated case. I absolutely 100% fucking believe this shit. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. This is how... The Mother Earth uh, gets back and says, you know what? There's too many of you bastards on here. Of course. Watch me that, now. Yeah. We're, you, you do we're the locusts. You're not doing we, anything We don't to provide nothing. Me. Guess what I get to do? Right. I'll melt all this fucking ice. And it's going to kill, kill all you motherfuckers off. And then we'll start all over again. Yeah. But because this rock has been around. Me. 
Please let me be the one to survive. It's not going to happen. You can you can wish, you can pray, you can do whatever ritual you want. It is not going to happen. We are doomed. We are doomed. In fact, I uh, I read a and my might just post the article just so that because it kind of goes with this. Um, There was a recent article I saw around what the climate change, the regions in the U.S., what they're going to look like, the changes that are happening because of climate change. Yeah. Where like, are we going to be at? In we're basically going to be more rain, which, you know, we always like, oh, we're rainy anyway. But they said, basically, the problem is, is we'll just be nothing but rain. So we'll have no winter snowpack, oh. which causes more flooding, which causes more uh, wildfires in the, we've already seen. I yeah. Mean, you know. Right. Yeah. So I'll probably post that too. So, and that's if Yellowstone don't explode on us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So um, permafrost is a very good preserver of microbes and viruses because it's cold and there's no oxygen and it's dark. Um, as the evolutionary biologist Jean-Michel Clevier at Aix-Marcel University of France, um, pathogenic viruses that can, t- that can infect humans or animals might be preserved in old permafrost layers, including some that have caused global epidemics in the past. In the early 20th century alone, more than a million reindeer died from anthrax. Ugh. It is not easy to dig deep graves so most of these carcasses are buried close to the surface scattering among 7,000 burial grounds in northern Russia however the big fear is what else is lurking beneath the frozen soil um, you know the researchers have found bodies with sores characteristics of uh, marks left by smallpox so when they you know when they yeah. dig up and they find like yeah. the frozen men and frozen people and there they are with yeah, characteristics smallpox, of smallpox while they did not find the smallpox virus itself, they have detected fragments of it in its DNA. Certainly, this is not the first time the bacteria frozen in the ice have come back to life. In a 2005 study, NASA scientists successfully revived bacteria that had been encased in frozen pond in Alaska for 32,000 years. The microbes called Carnobacterium plastocidium had the frozen had been frozen since the Pleistocene period when woolly mammoths had roamed the earth. Once the ice melted, they began swimming around, seemingly unaffected. Yeah, bacteria people. <laughs> it's it's the uh, cockroach of the microbes. Um, um, this is a pretty long article, so we'll post it. But I mean, the gist of it is that yeah, as our climate changes and all that stuff starts melting, oh my. This My. is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. What? All right. Yeah. I was just seeing if it's break time. Yes, it is. Well, it is. Yes, it is. Break time. Break a break. Break. All right. We are back from the breaky break. All right. So I got one from a loyal listener. Loyal listener. Her name is Naomi. Uh, she... <laughs> She actually podcast. sent me this shit. one. I know, huh? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Give us a Come shot, on, Naomi. Yeah, she <laughs> says she goes around the office saying, no, no, Momo. No, no, Momo. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a restaurant in Northwest Portland, is it? Yeah, in Northwest Portland called Momo. I no. almost took a picture of it and <laughs> sent it to you. No, no, Momo. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so this one she sends, it's Pakistan government accidentally turns cat filter on during FB Live. Leaves everyone in splits. What? Yeah. So, 
for government and law enforcement agencies using social media is a perfect getaway for quick responses and important announcements. However, in a major gaffe, the provincial government of Pakistan, oh, I can't even... Uh, Don't even try. Okay. Uh, <laughs> live streamed an entire meeting by accidentally turning the cat filter on. With pink ears and cute whiskers, the minister's conduct conducted no. the meeting is this online. Is this another onion? Leaving... Did we get spoofed by another onion story? No, this is Indian Express. The Indian Express. This is, yeah, this is for real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is he's got the little pink ears, whiskers, the work. This isn't so this like is, made no. up Indian the Express. The quote Indian Express. I know. The users pointed out the gap and asked administrators of the page to turn off, to turn the cat filter off. <laughs> and then, I, you know, they're doing their, uh, their language and it says, remove the filter. The man has been turned into a cat. <laughs> The eagle-eyed viewer warned, although it was switched off pretty quickly, it was enough for the ever-vigilant Twitteradians to take screenshots and have fun at the expense at at its expense. Read this story in Mailamalalam. Um, <laughs> soon, oh God, snapshots of the air went viral online, leaving people in splits. It led to a series of memes and jokes online, and many couldn't stop taking a jibe at uh, the party's PTI for the air. While some found it cute, others joked, who let the cat out? (laughs) 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 Somebody's getting fired. (laughs) Somebody's getting fired. No, and it's real because it went Twittery. Oh my God, that's yeah. hilarious. Twitter. It's- I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I'd be able to handle some of the buffoon's <laughs> news if someone put some cat filters oh, on, on his, his face. ass. Yeah. <laughs> or that fucking bitch from, uh, you know, oh, Sanders. Sanders. Maybe Ugh. if she had some fucking filters on, I'd be able to manage. Listen I, to I thought she already had filters. <laughs> she had the ugly face filter on. She had the Frankenstein she filter. She had that Man. got beat by an ugly steak <laughs> filter. I feel I I shouldn't do that. I try not to do that. About I mean, I said that. Before, okay, when but. people are mean, yeah, people are mean. I don't. I just feel and like people lie. I just no. feel like it's hard enough for women anyway. So don't lie. Hold yourself with know. integrity, with great I'm ethics. Okay, with you doing it, I just, you know, it's just one of my things. No, that I try to do around. Okay, you're a lying bitch. And I don't like you, but I'm not going to make fun of your face. Or oh, your I'm going to make fun of your face. So that's only that's my yeah. thing. You, because you make fun you, of other boo. people. You do. You, you are allowing your boss you to make fun do, of other. You and you boo. know what happens behind closed doors? Oh well, I'm oh. sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Kick her ass out of that. What was that chicken place? She tried to go get something. <laughs> yeah, kick her out. Barn or yeah, whatever. Something. Well, I like. I think. Uh, I think cat filters on um, politicians is a great idea. And I think we should do it. Yeah, I think so. So whoever's running your um, tech, whoever's doing that, that's a little civil, civil disobedience that you could do that would make us all a little happier. Yes. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That um, came from our listener. Loyalist. Thank you, Naomi. Um, no, no, Momo. Yep. <laughs> I was going to do this one story, but it's just not loading. So I'm just going to click out of it and get rid of it for now. I have another one if you um, are I having struggles. Stories over here. I'm just saying, I want to do a good one about. You know, I'm going to do another good one. I'm, another good one. I didn't another do it. Another good one. I'm going to do, do a good, good one. one. And it's another vote. I'm 
I'm thinking the Pennsylvania governor, he might need to look at getting in that presidential race. I mean, there's already, you know, 20 more. So why not? What, what's one other one in there? So good old Tom Wolf, our governor of Pennsylvania, who recently, as uh, we covered before, um, declared that he wouldn't sign any anti-choice bills. Uh, governor Tom Wolf on Wednesday declared Juneteenth a state holiday. Proud to be designate to designate June 19th as Juneteenth Juneteenth National Freedom Day to commemorate the ending of slavery in the United States. On this day, let us recognize the importance of continuing to build a nation that truly reflects the self-evident truth that we are all people created equal. Amen. Um, June 10th, Juneteenth, June 19th marks the day slaves were emancipated in Texas more than two years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. So you imagine two years you go thinking you're still a slave and then you find out, well, we're free. Yeah. I mean, we know that they've never really been set free because of Jim Crow's laws and everything else that happened, but you a slave two years after the fact. Yeah. Uh, this year's Juneteenth, Juneteenth was accompanied by the first hearing on slavery reparations in over a decade. Yeah. And Pennsylvania joins 45 other states and District Columbia in celebrating the holiday. I didn't know there were that many states. What's up, Oregon? I don't think Oregon recognizes no, that No, but holiday. we celebrate it, but no, it's not no, a holiday. We celebrate it, meaning we celebrate it up yeah. in Portland. But yeah. I guarantee oh, Southern no. Oregon ain't, don't, don't even no. fucking know what Juneteenth no. is. No. I mean, I didn't know what Juneteenth was until I came up to, you know, yeah. as an adult. Like, yeah. So um, I like what you're doing, Tom Wolf. Keep it up. That's a white ally right um, there. He's got lips too. So yeah. <laughs> he's I'm white. just saying he's it, white, but he's, he's got a white lips. Man and he's, he's got, got lips. Thin lips. We can trust him. <laughs> <laughs> we can trust him because he's well, got lips. Well, we gotta look at the behind. If it's flat, well, I mean, I don't know. know. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say it's probably flat because let's just be genetic. Like. I'm sorry, you're not getting a lot of, but you got lips. Yeah. So I'm giving you but one I've on that one. But I've seen some white dudes with some big booty. Oh, there's, you know. there's some white boys. With I don't some like booty. the lady hips on them. But, you know. Terrible. <laughs> but I have seen some nice rear ends. So good job, Pennsylvania. Good Keep job. It up. Yeah. All right, what you got next? Oh, this came from uh, a listener, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. India rules sex with the child bride is always rape in a massive win for girls' rights. Yeah. India's top court has ruled that sex with a child is always rape, quashing the clause that allowed men to have sex with underage girls if they were married to them. The Supreme Court's landmark decision on Wednesday closed a legal loophole that has historically allowed perpetrators of rape to escape punishment. While the age of consent in India is 18, there was a clause in India's rape laws that lowered the age of consent to 15 if the girl was married. But the court has now ruled that the clause is discriminatory, capricious, and arbitrary and violates the bodily integrity of the girl child. This is a landmark judgment that corrects a historical wrong against girls, uh, said the founder of the group Independent Thought. How could marriage be used as a criteria in discriminating against girls? Girls under 18 will now be able to report their husbands for rape as long as they lodge a complaint within a year of it happening. 
The judgment is a step forward in protecting girls from abuse and exploitation, irrespective of their marital status. This positive decision by the Supreme Court will hopefully encourage the Indian government to protect all women by removing the marital rape exemption in all cases. Was that, didn't we just talk about that? Yeah, this why happened why here in the U.S. Men marry children anyway. That's I mean, why not just we, start there? We have some. Oh, who was that one actor, the Green Mile actor that married that young? Thank you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That married. He was at Percy. The, uh, the he married someone. Underage? He married an underage. Got permission from the girl's parents. Yes? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, and she was like sixteen at the time. So that we do have states where you oh, can no, be you married. Can, yeah, yeah, you can if you get parental consent, you can yeah. marry a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, and and but apparently, you know, they're closing closing their loopholes like we just closed our loopholes. Yeah, like that one. Well, some of them anyway. That lady that uh, watched video of her husband, you know. Oh yeah, no, the, yeah, the who had drugged her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah, technically it wouldn't and, have been rape because she was still married at the time, even though right. they, were, they were separated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thank goodness. Although, you know, I there's still, you know, this, that women are property. Oh, yeah. You can do whatever no, they're you want still, Yeah. I mean, that's still a culture where it's, a, you know, a caste society yeah. and, and all of that. So, but I but mean, that's at least moving forward. Step in moving the right forward. direction. Yeah. Who we? Okay. So, um, are we going to talk about this immigration stuff? I had it on my list. Maybe we could do that on the leftovers episode. Uh, you know what? I'm just like disgusted. I, I I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it right now, but yeah. maybe we'll do it on the leftovers. Yeah. Because yeah, I had it uh, to talk about. I just haven't clicked on it yet. I don't know why I keep avoiding it. Because uh, it's out of the histories. Yeah. Out of the histories. All right. Well, let me give you my fourth story. Okay. And then we'll do do rapid fire, and then we'll probably have to bring those to the leftovers episodes. Okay. It'll be a themed episode of yes. leftovers. Um, all right, this is fucking Florida. So just Again. get ready, fucking Florida. So fearing her husband, she took his guns to police. They arrested her. Joseph Irby allegedly rammed his wife's car off the road. She ended up behind bars. Wow. An alleged victim of domestic violence in Florida was arrested and charged with armed burglary after she removed her estranged husband's guns from the residence from his residence and brought them to the police department for safekeeping. The case exemplifies the practical challenges of disarming domestic violence, domestic abusers, especially in a state like Florida, where almost one third of the population owns a firearm. On June 14th, Courtney Irby was in court with her husband for a divorce hearing. According to the arrest affidavit, Joseph Irby followed his wife as she left the courthouse and began ramming his car into the back of her vehicle, ultimately driving her off the road. She called police uncontrollably crying and advised she was in fear for her life, the affidavit reads. She also disclosed that she had a number of protective orders against her husband in the past. Police arrested Joseph Irby and charged him with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Courtney Irby applied for a temporary injunction for protection. The next morning, she testified at her husband's hearing over the phone. A judge granted Joseph Irby pretrial release. Okay. No, yeah. The, the dude yeah. had multiple protective orders, orders against him. Firearms. Then runs his fucking wife off the road after court. Yeah. And this fucking judge lets him go pretrial. Yeah. 
and Let's weapons. Go after that judge. Yeah. Um, a judge granted pretrial lease with the condition that he not own, possess, or carry firearms. Hearing this, Courtney Irby went to her husband's residence and located two, two, two guns, an assault rifle, and a handgun and took him to the Lakeland police. According to court documents, she told the police officer on duty that her husband had been arrested the day before and that she wanted to hand in his guns because she didn't believe he would turn them in, which was probably okay. true. Probably and they're still wouldn't. married, correct? They're still married. So why is that? those are hers, right? That's right. Why yeah. is that burglary? Uh, the police asked if she had taken the husband's firearms without his permission. When she replied yes, he told her that she was confessing to a crime. Police arrested her. What and crime she was is that? Charged with armed burglary of a dwelling and a grand theft of a firearm. What? Yep. Like so, I can't. So I can't take my husband's not headphones. Not in Florida. That'd be a misdemeanor, but not. In Florida. But I'm just saying. Not in Florida. Apparently not in Florida. Um, while but Joseph, a man. <sighs> while Joseph Irby was released the day after his domestic violence arrest, Coordinate Irby spent five nights and six days behind bars. You see, if you're not a person of color yet, they getting after now the you're women. A woman. Now you're going after the women. Oh yeah. my. Um, her lawyer uh, told HuffPost that her client was upset and distressed, said that her actions were not amount to theft under Florida law because she was not taking the guns for herself, but rather transferring them to the police custody where her husband could not could, could collect them later. Yeah, absolutely true. Theft is to deprive someone of the right or benefit of property. property. She did, didn't did do either one of these. She was taking them to the police department for safekeeping. Uh, she's trying some, to protect her life. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, she's trying to save herself. Now, it's like you, it, it she has, there's no winning. No. Nope. She, either she's going to have mm -hmm. to kill this dude, in mm -hmm. which means she's going to end up serving time yep. for murder, mm -hmm. or serve time for burglary for grabbing mm -hmm. these guns and, oh my. In Florida, like many states, when a domestic abuser is ordered not to own a firearm, there is no mechanism to ensure the perpetrator gives them up. A loophole called the relinquishment gap. So basically, you can be ordered not to have weapons, but there's no form for the police to go out and be like, okay, give us all your guns. Let me search your residence. Make sure you don't have anything hidden. Um, and then, so research shows that when abusers are armed, their victims are far more likely to be killed. Oh, yeah. In the U.S., women... A woman is shot to death by an intimate partner every 16 hours. There are an estimated 200 domestic violence deaths in Florida each year. States mandate alleged domestic violence perpetrators to hand out firearms um, instead of telling them no guns allowed experience fewer homicides. Ugh. Yeah. So, um, fucking Florida. Uh, fucking you know? Florida. Oh, my. And fuck that police officer. <laughs> fuck that motherfucking police officer. Uh, when he said, did she, when he asked. Yeah. Like, he your husband, why would he you even ask that question? He should be, thank you, ma'am. Uh, hey, I'm turning we'll these guns in. Keeping. Yeah. Thank you for doing your due diligence to make sure he doesn't have these weapons. as he considering, that, considering that we don't have a we process. We can't go do it. Thank you. Right. For, yeah. Thank you. That's all he had. That's all he had. But you know what? Who's to say that guy doesn't beat his wife, too? Probably. You know? Woo wee Probably. All right. <sighs> um, all right. right. Do you we're going to do, do our rapid? We'll do rapid fire. Um, 
I can do another story if you need me to. If we, we got some extra time. We got some How much time? We got extra time? Why are you offering? Why are you? I don't know. Why was that an usually, offer? Because you're usually like. And then when I took you oh, up on it. I got another story. Hold on. I got another story. I got another story. Uh, let's go into rapid fire because we're, we're going to be doing right. leftovers episodes. Right. So we can right. talk more for a little bit. Um, okay. So, all right. So rapid fire, as y'all know, is a time we're going to read you the title only and respond and react. And um, yeah, just leave it out there. Just yeah. leave it out there hanging. I'm going to make stuff up. Like I'm going to make it. If whatever, I'm going to be like, that That sounds like X, Y, and Z. X. I'm going to start, like, I'm really going to just cut into these I'm going to. I'm going to use educated guests. No, I'm not. I'm going to go straight for the jugular. I'm All tired. right, go. All right. Get going then. Big rat drops from ceiling onto customer's menu at Buffalo Wings in Westchester. Like Southern Wilds? Or just Buffalo, Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings? Like B- Buffalo BWW? Yes. Oh, I love me some BWW. A big rat falls Where was this? down. What state was this? Cali. Oh, shit. That's pretty close. Yeah. Big oh, rat. God. Yeah. No. Can you imagine? You're sitting there and whoop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, I don't and What think... would you do? Well... I wonder if it was alive or dead. Uh, well, it fell. It fell from the ceiling. You know, and how well, high the ceiling are. It wasn't alive. I mean, but it was maybe walking across the thing and, and slipped then, off because it and then the fell and then fell right? on my plate and then licked but at you know me. And I licked high the, head. the ceilings are. No, 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 no. <laughs> that baby was paralyzed. That's what I'm saying. It injured it itself. Stopped and was like, it injured Where itself. Oh wait, did it say that? Yeah. Are you making that I, up? No, You're no, making no, that no. up. No, no, no. I did read it. Oh, it 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 fell from high up and couldn't move, <laughs> and it just popped flopping on the plate oh. right there. And well, it said, "Big rat." You know what? You know what I do? <laughs> I'd be getting paid, motherfucker. That's what I'd be well, getting. Well, the, the lady did say paid. The lady did say they did take care of her. You know, I'd be yeah. getting paid. Not take care of me. Not comp my meal. What are they? You're gonna have to get an getting... attorney for all that. Trauma? What do you be like? I'm paid. in trauma. Yeah, hell to the yes. Lifetime of wings? No, this ain't no fucking Seinfeld <laughs> lifetime of coffee, coffee creamers episode. This is, I'm getting paid. Wow. I'll be getting paid to have someone make my own wings and yep. I'll watch them and make them. Really, oh, there goes the person I'll of color always paid. suing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, what's yours? Um, all right, this was uh, sent in by Jason as well. Breastfeeding mother squirted her boob at a woman who complained. Oh, squirted? <laughs> First of all, you know, I'm like, why would another woman complain? Not unless the titty because was flying everywhere. Because there's a whole but I don't give a shit the titty's flying everywhere. I'm just saying. You're feeding, you're, you're feeding a you're, human being. Yes. But let's just say there's somewhere the titty's flying all over the it's place. It's just the And she says, hey, can you put a towel over? No. No, I and can't. Then, and I won't. And here. here's why. I'm feeding hey, my And here's baby. the other thing. Could that be considered assault? A spitting on somebody? That's considered assault. I mean, I don't know because I, I, I don't, I don't. Know. I would press charges. Part, uh, you article. squirt that stuff on me, I am pressing charges. That's bodily fluid, lady. Yeah, but it's, it's. I don't care. It's, it's, I don't it's care. Good wrap it up. Body for you. Wrap it up. You. Don't no. squirt it at me. Do you think women should cover themselves when they're breastfeeding? Are you one of those? I think that you're one of those, aren't you? 
I don't think that they should cover. You're I don't think that they should cover. You're one of those. I think disappointed. I can't be like I don't want to see all that. Like have your be. You it's know, natural though. It's just a breast. It is natural. I'm not saying don't do it. Just cover. So you're one of those cover. I people. am cover it up. Cover. Mm, I don't, don't need like to that. see. I don't like that. I don't at all. need to see it all. Just I cover. No, I, I don't need to have. Okay. So you're one of those at five years old. Little kid still wants teeth. Yeah. No. I think it's no, a little weird, no, but hey, whatever. No, no, no. No. Whatever. You're one of those? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think it's a natural function of our human being, and I don't think any woman should be shamed for Nobody's saying her. shamed. That's what she was doing. Well, she squirted. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she was shaming her. I'm not yeah. saying shame. Yeah, I would, wouldn't go up to somebody if she's all yeah, exposed she and say, she was hey, you need to cover that. That um, her kid was sitting there and that her, her it was distracting her husband. Of course it's distracting her husband. So we're going to blame the victim? No, I'm just saying. Of course it's distracting. It's distracting me too. But I'm saying I'd be talking to the husband. I'd be talking to my husband. I wouldn't be talking to her. Yeah, well. You know, if I my say, man has, if my, man, you... if, if my man's looking at uh, Tete, it's like, dude, what? I'm right here. What What are you doing? I say if you're feeding your baby, you feed him anywhere, anytime, any place. And I don't care if I see your nipple. Cool. Uh, and hey, if you feel Just like doing that, that's okay. <laughs> I'd rather say a little modesty for yourself. For yourself. Like just for because you. Here's no, the for thing. You. Why would I want somebody leering like that dude leering at like that lady's husband so leering you, at me? You would want to be covered. But you, yes, do you because think other women be, have, should have to cover? I not see when you say have to. I don't think they have to, but here's the other thing. You would like if them you're to cover. if you're breastfeeding and then you see somebody looking at mm -hmm. you and then you got a problem with them looking at you. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, that's that, that's just natural. They're gonna look at you, yeah, uh, because it's not it's not something that we usually mm -hmm. see. And yes, somebody might be out there under the table, quick, 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 quick. You know, that's not what I'm. I modesty. I don't want somebody leering at me in some sexual so way you while don't I am it. feeding but do you my think baby. Women should have to cover themselves in public when they're breastfeeding. Uh, when you say have to, I don't think it's like have to. Like because I don't think it's have to, but just use some common sense. But you can look away. Who you can see, look you, away? You, you're, okay. you're walking down the street in the park. You see some woman breastfeeding, right? Yes. And she just flops, brings her tit out. Yes. Puts the baby on the And tit, you see that all the time. And it's just, you know, that's in there. You see away, people doing that all the time. And you're like, oh, I don't like the way that looks. You can look away. It's not, that, it's not that I don't like the way that it looks. I'm not saying you. Yes. The general you. You could look you away. You don't like the way but that But again, what do we have? We have... That lady's husband zeroing in, he can look away. sexualizing it. That's like asking a man to turn off the porn that they're all mm. engaged in, squeaking around no. underneath the in I their think, pants. I think, I think you're making excuses. For no, 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 no. Why did she say my husband's distracted? Because she's stupid. Because the husband she was looking that it's and probably husband. I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't there. Like it. I, think I she wasn't there. Like it, and therefore. She wants she to probably, Of course, she do probably do doesn't things. like it. Yeah. But I'm not saying I don't like it. What I am saying is, you're going to have people staring at you. If you've got a problem with people staring at you, 
do a little cover up. If you don't care who's staring at you, then it, that's so you're right. saying it's okay then. If you don't care, if you get responses, yeah, if, if people don't, then that's don't up care, to you. People, but you can't be like, well, don't be talking to me and squirting your milk glands at people because they're saying something to you. You opened up the door for it. It's like putting your business out there on Twitter and expecting people to be nice to you. No, it don't happen like that, boo. No, it don't happen that way. People are going to say something to you because you open so the door to it. So you think someone deserves to be harassed while they're breastfeeding? Because what they I don't think cover is, up. boo, if you don't want to be harassed, cover up. We don't live so in a world. We don't live in a world. We don't live in a world where people don't. We have trolls. We don't live in that type of world. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't expect people to be nice to you. Don't expect that because the minute you start expecting but it, what, what you're is saying when is that you're they deserve to be harassed. I say don't, don't expect you not to be harassed. I didn't say you deserve it. Don't expect like, not kinda to be like harassed. Kind of sounds like it. If you're okay with people saying something, expose yourself. And yeah, you know, and like do it. Do, do you, boo? And you know, that's right. what people are gonna do. All right, you're one of them. Yep. All right, we gotta take a break. We're back to rapid fire. Rapid fire. All right. right, So here's next. West Hollywood City Council votes to have Trump's Walk of Fame. Oh my god, stole mine. Hey, sorry. First, (laughs) I'm the first. Yeah. All I right. didn't read it. Finish it. I don't. I didn't read it. That was it. Finish but it. But you know what? You don't need to read it. Remove it. Yeah. yeah. Remove it. Remove it. Absolutely. I think they should go and review all of the people that they have on their Walk of Fame, from Harry Weinstein and all. Oh, is any he of on there? I don't know. I assume oh. he is. Right. I, don't I mean, know. he was a big. I don't know. But he's not a star Doesn't like per se. He's like behind the scenes. They put other people in there. Oh, well, get rid of him. Yeah, get rid I don't of know. Trump. I don't know I don't if care. he's on there. But I think that and they think they need to review. Yeah. Who, I mean, does R. Kelly have one? I don't know. Doesn't Michael Jackson have one? I don't know. I, I'm just all I'm concerned about is this fool. Get I, rid of I, him. I, get I rid of the star. Yeah. yeah. No. Take his star. Either off. that or put him on like a different street of shame. <laughs> you know, rename a street <laughs> and then move the star. Well, it's probably star in part, I could imagine in part, like take it off because I mean it's constantly getting defaced. Like people would were going and taking picks at pickaxes to it. People were you know leaving shit on it, oh, like good. little shit. <laughs> like so, I mean it probably is saving them some upkeep because they can't. I Keep mean, how many times it. have they had to you know fix it since he was freaking elected? Ugh. Well, uh, yes, get rid of mine, so I'm going to have to scroll up and find a different one. Oh, I have another um, one, if you can't find one. No, you can't just jump in front of me I'm because just I have saying, to I'm just saying. Find scroll mine. and scroll. Um, so, thousands petition Netflix to cancel Amazon Prime's Good Omens. I haven't watched that show, is it? Um, I, I, mean, I started the first episode. Why? why? Tell me about that. Why, why um, would they... they... They think that it's glorifying uh, Satan. Yeah. Uh, what? It's a bunch of fucking goody goody 
Tristan type people. There's tons of other shows that do the same. Yeah. I mean, what? Um, I watched the. I watched. And then I didn't make it through the first episode. I mean, I'll probably try it again. I wasn't interested at the time. Andy came yeah. on, so I wasn't like really like into it. So I might try to watch it. Um, but I don't know the, well, the the design of it. There was just something about it. I wasn't like it didn't catch me right away. Yeah. But again, I wasn't in the mood at the time, yeah. so I'll check it out again. But I think it's funny that they petitioned Netflix to cancel it and it's to an, cancel that and, show. and it's an Amazon Prime show. Oh. <laughs> that's the funny. Oh, that's the yeah. funny part. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you see, you see what happens? Yeah. All right. The Sperminator's 50th baby mama is a homeless 18-year-old from Harlem. The Sperminator? That's what they call him, the Sperminator. Is 50th a baby mama is a homeless 18 year old from even, harlem uh, what i don't so i did read it because i was gonna bring it to the table okay so basically what is this, this dude is out there say on facebook whatever on mm -hmm. social media saying hey if you want to have a baby I'll oh donate my sperm. i think i've heard of this dude yeah yeah, yeah. and it's basically so, uh Sperm donor on the cheap. Yeah, yeah, I think it's free. <laughs> yeah, I mean he didn't yeah, charge. He's just like, based on the story, he didn't charge yeah. nobody. So this is his fifth baby. Fiftieth. Fiftieth, yes. Fiftieth baby. Eighteen year old. And it's a homeless eighteen year old. Um, <sighs> you know, she's in a relationship with somebody, but you know, and it was like they met. I want to say Buffalo Wings somewhere, Chick Fil A, something. <laughs> and he goes in the bathroom. Put some stuff in his his seed in a cup. Does a handoff. They do whatever they do, and wow. she's pregnant. Well, yeah, I mean, living in a shelter. Uh, is it is that as bad as what's the octo mom? Well, at least the octo mom had had housing. That's true, you know, and got like all kinds of. Goodies, goodies, and taken care of. I mean, this this poor thing is gonna have a life of just struggle from Jump Street. Yeah, you know. I mean, not to say that you know people who are houseless shouldn't be able to have babies, but is God, it the smartest you, thing to do? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, actually, I'll just say right now on the record, I think you need to question yourself if you're having a kid at all nowadays. Whether you're, I mean, I guess unless you're one percenter. Because you'll be able to buy the pod that's going to go into the space after the Earth dies on us. <laughs> but, I mean, I really question people's, like, what are you thinking at this point? Bringing a child into this shit show. But that's my own belief. Um, plus, we have, like, 7 billion people on this Well, planet. we can't have abortions anymore. Well, I mean. So, or at least not, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, it's readily so, available in areas, at least not in Guam, so you're forced to. Well, you, you can have one. You just can't go to, the, there's not a doctor that'll do it for you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you ain't got the cash, if you're houseless, exactly. yeah. you having that baby. Oh, so here's one. A resolution condemning white supremacy caused chaos at the Southern Baptist Convention. At its annual meeting, the evangelical denomination initially declined to consider a statement of its opposition to the alt-right. Hmm. Okay, read that again. A so, resolution. Because I'm Southern Baptists are... Are evangelical Christians. Okay, so they're the white the, folks. The hardcore... Hey, yes. his name! Yeah. Um, and usually pretty well off and usually yeah. Republican. 
a resolution condemning white supremacy causes chaos at the Southern Baptist Convention. In, at its annual meeting, the evangelical denomination initially declined to consider a statement of its opposition to the alt-right. So basically, yeah, you know these religions. Thin-lipped white men. They, they always have these huge conventions. Yeah, you know, Whether it's Baptist, Mormon, And they Jehovah's, were set to say and something. And they do these resolutions of like, you know, we as a church will now say Denounce. that we're for this or we're for that. Yeah. And so there was a resolution introduced that they to would say something. alt right and say, hey, we're we're not down with yeah. white supremacy. Yeah. Like as a church, yeah. we are not this is not what we believe. Yeah. But apparently there were some folks who didn't like them, that. They were like, no, no, why do we have to do that? So what does that tell you right there? Of course. The we history know. of white supremacy <laughs> runs free with we, this type. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you, like, I got the religion thing for me is. <sighs> well, let me put it this way. Look it. So you remember Jerry Falwell, yeah. his son. There's some scandal around his son and he somehow tied in with Cohen. Cohen trying to get work some pictures out of him and his wife. So Jerry Falwell Jr. Mm -hmm. took over Jerry Falwell Sr.'s evangelical business. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. One is a business where they use, you know, where you're born into a family and the dad has this vast riches based off of this supposed, you know, church and, you know, the doing works, good works, you know, it's a business. It is not a religion is a business, though. That's my problem with it. They're all become nonprofit business. Yes and no. <laughs> so here's the thing: they're nonprofit, but here's where I where the problem lies. My problem is it's not something you inherit. You don't get to pass that off to your kid. Your kid doesn't have a calling. Say you have the calling. Your kid doesn't have a calling simply because he comes from just the same with Billy Graham's son. Simply because your dad had a calling doesn't mean you have a calling that you can then now take over the name simply because you're the kid. That's to me is a business. No person should own that. And which is, that's why it's a nonprofit. There's not one person that should own that. So here you have Jerry Falwell's kid who doesn't have a background in theology, doesn't have nothing. He's a real estate developer. And yet he's the head of the, his dad's, Supposed uh, nonprofit, you know, whatever Jerry Falwell, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. That's 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 the thin-lipped white dudes that are going to these Southern Baptist organizations and spewing whatever. It's about their cash. It's about their base. It's the, about I, what I, they I want. I feel like all big religions are like that. It's about money. It's about bringing in money. I mean, the mega churches, the, you know, getting, getting, taking advantage of people in their time of need to, oh, well, if you tithe this, if you give this. A lot of this, people don't have need. And I think that's the misconception. If you, if you give this money, you know, God will answer your prayers. I, I just think that, that there's a, there's a huge piece of money making behind it. And I think they take advantage of people that are in very dire straits. And that. 
is why I always say you have good people in businesses and you have right. No, I mean, there's good people and bad people in everything. Right. But I feel like religion, religious organizations do a very good job of convincing people to give give what they don't have Mm -hmm. in the name of your prayers will be answered. I don't. And I hear that. I think that I hear that, you, but I think that that's a lot of what we hear in obviously these news media stuff. Oh, I, I, I like. I'm basing this on what I, I've seen when I've gone to churches, and I've I, seen the way pastors look, uh-huh. the cars that they're driving, the clothes that they're wearing, and it's like, wow, the judgmentalness around it. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, believe what you're going to believe, do what you yeah. got to do to make yourself feel well during the day or whatever you need. But I think that churches and religion have a very good way of taking advantage of people when they're in situations of dire straits of like convincing, well, you know, if you give and you give and then your prayers will be answered. It's, I think it's a very manipulative way of to control. Because people, people are, are in control of it. I think that, that that's the biggest, that's why I told you easily manipulated before because of it. When we had this question, my default position, everybody's default position is self. The minute that we right. move away from working towards others, it's about self. And what is self? Greed. I want all this cash for me, power. I want all this power for me. That's the minute that we get. Yeah, and I think churches and religions have a good way of taking advantage of that. That's what I'm saying. If you have a belief system and a code of ethics that you follow that's based on this, you know, book. Like, let's put this way. In my opinion, Keith Renier probably started off as really trying to be helpful. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you you have a spiritual following or you Mm -hmm. have a rules, list of rules that you you like to follow to live your life in order to, you know, Feel like you're a good person. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think churches and religion have done a very good job at manipulating people and controlling people. And quite frankly, are colonizers. I think people. They have colonized indigenous populations. It's for people to do that. It yes. Ain't the, it ain't the religion. It's people in the name of the religion in the church. It's people. People, people using. Name, using the name of that yes, religion and that yes. church. To yes. colonize and harm people. Yes. And people of color and indigenous yes. populations. That's yes. what I'm saying. Is that if you believe what you believe because you feel like that helps you and you want to say it's God or Jesus or Jehovah or Allah or whatever, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But I think that the church and the people within the church and the people within the religion do a really good job at colonizing and oppressing people. And scaring um, people to be yeah. like, if I don't, be- if you don't do this, all these bad things are going to happen. To right. You. But I think that's everything. That's well, everything. I think that if you don't a, do X, Y, and Z. I think that there, for me, there's a yeah. difference between, so for example, like some of the Buddhist philosophy is, so in, in, uh, in some of the Christian denominations, it's like, you should not do this. Thou should yeah. not do this. In the Buddhist philosophy, it's, you should refrain from, meaning yeah. you should try as, Good as, as much as possible to use right speech and right think to in order to be kind to other human beings. Yeah. And there's not to say that there's not abuse uh, in that church. Well, there, yeah, there is. I mean, there's because people take it over and twist it and do whatever. Right. 
So that's what I'm trying to say is, is people. And we as people, we shouldn't be looking towards other people to be the end all be all of our beliefs. And that's what we do. So you look at Keith Rainier, the fact that he had so many people looking at him as if he's some type of freaking guru or godlike or whatever, that's mistake numero uno. Why am I going to put all my faith in another person that shits, that farts, that you know it has a nasty bad attitude, that has they're working on the same insecurities. Why am I going to put all my eggs in that basket in hopes of whatever feeling I want to get out of that dude? Uh, no, that's so that's my point. Put their faith in a put in, in a deity, Jesus. In a in well, Jesus was real. Jesus so is why real. Would you put your faith in a person who was. Because that's the whole part of where I say the faith. Now, if you could look at Jesus and say, well, he he was, you know, a regular person. People don't believe he was a regular person. People believe he was half human and half deity. I know it sounds nutty, but that's, that's the whole piece of where faith comes in. You yes. can have people that say, that's nutty, that's crazy. And then you have other people that say, but again, that's your belief. And let me believe what I want to believe. I, I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, but that's what I'm saying. the crutch out of anybody. But, but I just feel that religion and churches have done a lot of damage yes, to yes, groups of people. To people, period. Regardless of whether they have less or not. It's to people, period. They've taken people for everything that they've had, mm -hmm. whether they were wealthy or not. They've subjected people to horrible things. But again, that's why I said people looking to other people rather than where they should be looking, which is to the example of Jesus Christ, which was he never he never oppressed anybody. He wasn't about oppressing people. But we don't know that really, though. But there again, we go to the faith part. And but the, 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 you we, don't, we don't, you don't we don't, don't know, know a lot of things because here here don't know that. this is where we you go know. to. We we know based on a story that has yes. been told over and over and over and over again and translated and changed and written by now primarily here, here's males. Here's where you get these little sandy to, hooky people who want to. They say the same thing. You don't really know no, that those that's kids. Not the same, it is. Not the it's same. the same thing. You don't really know that those kids were alive. Did you yeah. ever meet those kids? Did you ever see those kids? Did you ever see <laughs> their bodies? The Did crazy. you ever? You're crazy. I, yeah. I'm just saying. That's not the you same. You can twist whatever you want to believe whatever you want. That's all what I'm saying. What do you have that Jesus that was a Jesus real existed? What proof do you have? History. Based you go all the way history? back. Whose history? You go all. Based what on archaeological archaeological right, history, exists, I'll pull it up right that now. This person was a real person, and it. that he did yeah. all the things that it is alleged in the book that he did exist. I'll give you the archaeological whatevers. Where's the where's the tested carbon dating on his body? That well, he you don't have an actual body. You have uh, actual. So we had bodies from Sandy Hook. To what? Did you see the bodies? I didn't, but the medical that, but examiner. See, that's did. what I'm trying to say. Do you know who the medical <laughs> examiner is? I'd like to see who the medical. You can, you how can, do I know that? The, but that's what that's my more, point. It's to, more plausible than than it's Jesus more plausible. Being a it's person, more plausible because 
it was in your lifetime. That's the reason why it's plausible. So 20, you're saying, and so here we have the concentration now, gap. even though it's let's go be with like, the concentration you know, caps. What do they say? Those are real. There, were you there? Did you see any of those atrocities <laughs> happening? Did you blah blah blah? I think that you're we stressing can say because I've tapped a nerve no. around your belief system. No, I'm just saying, no, no, no. is that why do people, why do people believe with very little proof? Um, there. What do you mean with very little proof? I don't understand where you're getting that he may not have exist uh, have existed where's the carbon dating proof that this person existed that's the piece that i'm trying to tell you is did they have carbon dating how where's well, the no, but there's, where's the bodies of all those sites that you can go and there are archaeological they, they sites and then they can pull up you know um bones or you know things like that and then they carbon dated it and they basically go okay this is you know was blah 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 a b c or a d or depending on what i'm just saying is that how do people other than what you're saying is they just blind faith of like yeah i'm gonna believe this that jesus existed yeah that people no, just that choose to believe it jesus did exist i think people choose to believe that so you're saying there was no Jesus? I have no proof that this person was real. So you have no proof that he was real or not, but you're saying I don't believe it. That yeah, he I, was I choose real. not to believe it. Okay. So I that's have no proof of it. That's... And I think that it's a story that has was written and changed over time to fit the needs of the people at All that I'm given time. I'm getting his books. I'm not getting the historical. I'll bring it back to you because I can't talk and uh, search at the same time. All right, so that's it for today's episode. And um, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, yeah. So until next uh, time. Yeah. Uh, send us our uh, articles at what do you bring to the table at gmail.com. Facebook. Facebook, what do you bring to the table? Call it podcast. Yes. And until next time. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?